today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. The Mike Schreiner, Ontario Liberal uh, situation, shall we say, uh, continues to simmer. Uh, Mr. Schreiner was on our program a couple of days ago and said that he's going to take some time and talk to his constituents and talk to Liberals and Green Party members. It shouldn't take too long. There aren't too many of any of them in the, the legislature these days, uh, and decide whether or not he wants to jump parties and be, run for the Ontario Liberal leadership. Uh, there are some people with some pretty strong opinions on this, including my next guest. Warren Kinsella is a, a veteran of the political wars here in Canada, uh, former special assistant to Jean Chrétien, and the war room director for Dalton McGiddy uh, during three successful election campaigns. And he joins us on the program to talk about, uh, well, what is happening and what may happen. Uh, Warren, a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much for the time today. Thanks for having me, Bill. Listen, uh, in your in your uh, podcast the other day, you, you as you were getting some information about this, and we all were, uh, the note that the the Liberal Brain Trust, and I use that term advisedly, uh, sent to Mr. Uh, Schreiner, <laughs> you classified this as a suicide note. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've been around, you've seen... You, probably you thought you'd seen everything until this came along. Tucker, your views on this and, and how the hell this happened and what may happen as a result of this? Well, it's, it's uh, apart, apart from the fact that it's pathetic and sad and a losing strategy, you know, it's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is absolutely ridiculous. You know, in a single stroke, these so-called luminaries of the Ontario Liberal Party have uh, boosted the fortunes of the Ontario Greens and diminish the fortunes of their own party, who are in the middle of a leadership race right now. So in effect, what they've said to the people who are seeking the leadership, who are actually Ontario Liberals, well, you're not good enough, or we don't want you. Like some of them are even in caucus, and uh, and it's a puny caucus. And, you know, we're going to reach outside to the this, this guy who's leading the Green Party. And, you know, I know Mike, and uh, it sounds like you do too, and he's a yeah. nice guy and intelligent, very capable, but he's not a liberal, you know, he's, he doesn't believe in the same things that the Ontario Liberal Party does or used to, you know, and I was involved with that party for many, many years, and I'm just gobsmacked by what these so-called luminaries are doing. Well, I'm going to go back to that. Let's let's talk about those days when you were working, uh, you know, for the, the re-election of Dalton McGiddy. Uh, this is not the the Liberal Party that Dalton McGiddy worked for and and, and ran for so many years. Uh, there's been a dramatic shift to the left, and and we think maybe too far. Some people don't think far enough, depending on who you talk to. But uh, before they start deciding, okay, are we going to go outside? They have to decide who they are, don't they? Yeah, they do. And like you know, if people have a choice between the real Democrat, New Democratic Party, and a let's pretend New Democratic Party, they're always going to choose the new one. You know, I, I, I'm speculating here as to what madness sees the people who signed this letter. Uh, it may be that they looked up, you know, the 401 at Ottawa and said, okay, you know, Trudeau's done this and he's gotten away with it. And there's some truth to that. But what he did is he took over the NDP. Like he, you know, he created his axis of weasels, as I call it with uh, Jagmeet Singh, and basically he took, it was a friendly takeover of the New Democrats. This is different, right? This is reaching outside the party and saying, hey, you know, come join us because we're a pretty sad sack group. And it just, it, it looks bad, and it, it makes, I, I'm sure Shriner just had a good giggle about it. My understanding is he said no to them before they even sent their letter, and then they went ahead and sent the letter anyway. 
why would he reconsider? I, I asked him that the other day, and I, I you know, you get the usual pet answer, you know, well, I want to be able to move forward and, you know, my ideals, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And I, I get that. That's that's typical of just about any political party and any political persuasion. Uh, but there was an adamant no, and then this letter, he said, seemed to sway him. What could they have put in this letter that would have said, yeah, this is a good idea? Well, I mean, you and I are talking about them right now, aren't we? Yeah. Right? So drag it out, you know, make it last as long as possible cause as much pain to his principal opponent because his principal opponent is the Ontario Liberal Party and maximize the advantage it gives your own party. So, like, I don't blame him a bit. He's ragging the puck and having some fun. I mean, it may well be that he's been seized by the same kind of madness and is, is actually thinking about it. But, you know, Canadian political history is littered with examples of people who cross the floor to another party and they end up losing the election in the very next election. Nobody ever really gets away with it. Maybe David Emerson for, for Harper. Uh, I can't actually remember. But it, like it, it never works because people want you to have certain basic beliefs that they can vote about. They you know, trust you to exercise judgment on their behalf. And this is, it just looks like cynical, backroom, you know, kind of sleazy politics. And I, you know, I'm astounded by the, some of the signatories to this letter. It's like uh, if you ever wanted evidence that the Kathleen Wynne bunch uh, know how to lose, this is yet more evidence of it. But, but we're told that one of the people that signed this was Greg Sobera, who was the, the finance minister in the Magetti government. Uh, and again, pretty smart guy who's, who's been up and down in the political wars. Uh, and some other folks from, from that era of the Liberal Party as well. Uh, have they thrown up their hands and say, we give up? Greg Sobera got elected because of Dalton McGinty. Right? Yep. That, that's why it was McGinty floated all boats. He got, you know, uh, two majorities and he came one seat shy of a majority in 2011. Dalton McGinty is the reason why any of those people have bus fare, Greg and uh, Cerbera included. And they should pay attention to what he did and what he always did, which is stick to the center. You know, when people were advocating for Sharia law, he said no, right? And if he said, oh, you're being a conservative or what have you. Uh, but, you know, he's also the guy who did the Green Bell, which was pretty popular too. McGinty had this unerring instinct for where Ontarians were, and that's in the political center. And this is not in the political center. The people who signed that letter took the steering wheel and aimed it for the ditch on the left side. And that's where they're going to remain, in the ditch. Uh, Warren, uh, is Doug Ford sending thank you notes to all these people that signed on to this letter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been getting knocked around a little bit these days, too. It was like, this is like manna from heaven. It's like, thank you guys for setting fire to yourselves in the public square. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, he's got to be pretty happy about it because, the, you know, uh, I know him and I know a lot of his people. The political party they're always most concerned about is the Ontario Liberals. And, you know, they've kept the Ontario Liberals on the mat for two elections in a row. They weren't sure if they were going to be able to pull it off with a third. Well, this kind of stunt today, this week, is going to ensure that the Ontario Liberal Party remains on the mat. It was the action of a bunch of losers, not winners. Well, as you know, there was even some speculation that, well, Ford's had a pretty good run. He probably won't run for a third term. You know, he retired to his place up in Muskoka or something. Uh, he's signing long-term leases at Queen's Park right now. I mean, there doesn't seem to be anything in the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he's going to bolt the furniture to the ground because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you, you're absolutely right. You know, you get, you know, if you're lucky in this business, you get kind of two runs at it. You get two uh, majorities or, or minorities. 
you know, that's why I think Trudeau needs to be thinking about leaving himself because he's coming up to his fourth uh, election as liberal leader. And in this case, you know, Ford is is uh, probably eyeing the exits a little bit. But when your opponents do something like this, what did Napoleon say? You know, when you're when your opponent's destroying himself, don't interrupt. Let him do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what Ford's going to do here. And probably the new Democrats as well. They're probably having a good giggle. Merritt Stiles, their new leader, a uh, pretty impressive person. She's probably having a good laugh about it as well. But from a strategic standpoint, which is right into your wheelhouse here, it, it's fairly obvious, as you say, Kathleen Wynne moved this party way further to the left than Dalton McGinney ever considered doing. Uh, and, and, you know, McGinney won. Well, Wynne did win one majority anyway. But when somebody like vacates the middle, which is where most Canadian voters are, it seems as if they will say, well, I guess we've lost that. We're just going to have to keep plowing to the left here. Isn't, isn't the strategy here, go get it back? Yeah, absolutely, because you're absolutely right. That's what the data shows, the statistics. And every study is most folks, especially in this country, are in the political center. And, you know, they'll deke a little bit to the left, they'll deke a little bit to the right, depending on the circumstances, but that's where the votes are. You know, that's where it makes the most sense. That's why I think Polyev is, is now beating Trudeau at the federal level with as much as, you know, 10 points, according to some polls, because he's now bringing his party back to the center, talking about cost of living and crime and issues like that. And, you know, how the Ontario Liberals didn't learn the lesson of of Wynne's loss, you know, reducing the Ontario Liberal Party to seven seats, and then Stephen Del Duca reducing it to eight seats. It's like, guys, you know, trying to steal real estate from the NDP hasn't worked for you, you know? So when you're in a hole, stop digging. Like, just stop doing this and head back to where McGinty had it, to where Peterson had it, which is in the political center. But, you know, these people, I guess they think they know better. I think they're about to learn a lesson they're not going to forget. Well, they, they seem to be going down a road that, that I didn't think I'd see for this party anyway for quite some time. Is, is you know, the Liberals, as you say, it's the, the big tent party. Uh, yes, we want to be environmentally conscious, but at the same time, you know, we have to look at, at first of all, taxes and, and we need to promote business, etc. cetera. Uh, this group of Liberals seem to think it's either or, and, and that's, that's, that's 1960s thinking. It is. And the thing that is really, I mean, there's a number of things appalling about it. And I say that as somebody who ran all of McGinty's war rooms, we did okay in those elections. Is this the kind of politics that voters hate? You know, when they look at politics, they don't like the shouting at each other. They don't like the insults, but they don't like the self-interested backroom deals that are all about the politicians and not about the people. This is all for the political people who signed that letter. You know, Joe and Jane Front Porch look at that and say, well, what do I get out of this? What's the benefit for me? You know, whether they support Doug Ford or not, they just look at it and like this, this is just people in Toronto or wherever talking about themselves. They're not talking about the issues I care about. That's one of the things that turns people off politics more than anything else. When you're in a situation like that where you're trying to gain some ground, it, uh, I guess the the, the inclination sometimes might be, well, we need a political messiah, somebody that's just going to take us from worst to first and, and, you know, in one fell swoop. Doesn't happen very often. Uh, is that what they seem to be trying to do here? I mean, you mentioned you worked on McGinney's campaigns. Uh, Dalton McGinney was a, a good man and a very smart politician, but he was not charismatic in the way that some of the other leaders that we've talked about have been. But he he worked hard and built this party up and gained the confidence of, of his caucus and, of course, the party. These guys look like they want to just, you know, kind of bypass all that stuff and just try to take a shot at the top spot. That's right. And, you know, that is what politics is all about. It's a lot of hard work. There's no, 
you know, magic bullet. If there was, there'd be a lot of magic bullets flying around all the time. It's a lot of hard work. You know, it's policy work. It's finding the right leader. It's knocking on doors. It's going out and eat rubber chicken. It's fundraising. It's a lot of work. There's no magic solution ever. You know, I learned that at the knee of Jean Chrétien. I was his special assistant. And a lot of people counted us out. And Chrétien said, okay, uh, we're going to undersell and overperform. And we're just going to surprise them. We're going to do it with a lot of hard work. And that's what he did. And that's what Moroni did. That's what Harper did. The winners know that there's no magic solution. There's no magic dust you can, you know, drop over a problem and it disappears. You got to work at it. And these people, by sending their stupid letter, uh, you know, that I think they believe in rainbows and unicorns. It doesn't work like that in politics. You got to work at it. Well, if you're a longtime liberal in this province, and there are still a few of them left, I guess, uh, you look at the examples where they've succeeded. I mean, they were out of power for, what, 43 years uh, while the Conservatives ran everything yep. and ran it well, thank you. Uh, but, you know, when Peterson finally won an election, he did it the same way, too. Uh, he was not a superstar politician. He was a guy from London that worked his way up through the party uh, and built that confidence up. McGinty did the same thing. You know, not a, 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 a rock star like some people are expecting, but a guy that knows how to get the job done. Uh, they seem to have lost that message here yeah the flashy that you know i've worked out from all kinds of candidates in canada and the united states and, and middle east you name it and the you know the flashy glamour ones it never pans out you know the john Kerry's or the gary hearts you know the, those kinds of guys they just never seem to come off the page you know people want somebody i call it a hoag hell of a guy you know, somebody they can picture having a beer with, somebody that they, you know, on a cold day like today is, you know, going to stop and give them a boost so they can get out of the ditch. That's the kind of political leader in our country, whether it's Rennie Levesque or Ralph Klein or Mel Lastman or, you know, Jean Chrétien. Those are the kind of guys who succeed because they're regular guys. And they're ones that know that you win by doing a lot of hard, a lot of hard work and knocking on a lot of doors. The solution is not the approach that these people have taken. Well, uh, we're going to hear from Mr. Schreiner. He tells us sooner than later, so I guess there'll be another chapter <laughs> written on this anyway. Yeah, we can talk about it some more. Yeah. Oh, I hope so, too. Warren, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much for Thanks, this Stay well great and stay warm. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, man. Take care. Warren Kinsella, of course, uh, worked a long time for the uh, the Cretchen uh, election campaign and Dalton McGinney as well, and uh, knows what of uh, is going on. He, as I said the other day, he knows how the sausage is made, and uh, he was in on the process many times, too. The guy knows how to win. Uh, they should be talking, if the liberals really want to try to revive their hopes here, they should be talking to people like him. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.